Hello, sweetheart, can you switch the J. Edgar off? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good start. Amazing. <laughs> Hi James. Good evening. How's it going? Hello. Ed, you're back with us. Yes, I'm back. Great and sorry you. for uh, missing out on the last episode, guys. You were missed. You were, we're definitely missed. missed yeah. But yeah, it wasn't yeah. the same, was it? It was just that. You know, we had, that yeah, sorry, guys. But thanks for ringing me up, by the way, and including me on the episode. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I sounded like Victor Meldrew when you rang me up. He caught me a bit off guard. Didn't well, sorry, we had to get you involved somehow. <laughs> Who else would do the Instagram? Um, well, I would have been upset if uh, someone else had done yeah, it, to be fair. Your phone call definitely made our podcast, Ed. <laughs> I'm sure it did. I was clearing out my old cassette tapes the other day, and um, I found my a blank cassette tape where I'd recorded Jolly Boys out in when I first watched it, so we were talking in the mid-90s. On VHS? On VHS. I kept it. It's like got the original cut in, you know, the four-minute scene. But what? I sort of chuckled, because on the front I wrote, only fours end horses. And, like, all I could think of was your mm, Instagram nice. handle. Nice. But uh, I didn't chuck any of my cassette tapes away, but everything else went. Did it have adverts? When it, when no, no, um, oh, it was on the BBC, so no. No, I always find it really nostalgic whenever I yeah. find an old video and you see all these adverts that you remember seeing when you were like six or seven, like really old, like Stella Artois yeah. ones oh. and all the theme tunes and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's really weird. Oh. Anyway, we've got someone very special on our podcast today, haven't we? Who's that? All the way from the, all the, way, all the, way from the East End. It's Mr. Jamie Borthwick, who's been in 900, count them, 900 EastEnders episodes and he is a massive, massive Only Fours and Horses fan. And he only owns a pub. <laughs> You're pulling my leg! I haven't watched EastEnders for years, but when I last watched it, he was a little whippersnapper. Chris, your contacts this are amazing. Yeah. Well, what can I say? It's like, you're like... Um, my Filofax. I'm not going to say like Max Clifford, because you could ask to stop it, but you <laughs> are... Gordon Gecko. You've got the contacts. On a personal <laughs> note, I just want to ask him what it was like working with Cara Toynton. AKA? Was that? AKA, was that yeah. stepmom? <laughs> no. It was in the, in the. Oh, was it? In EastEnders, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was her? What was her character's name? Cara. Cara Toynton, the act actress. Iggy Higgins. Iggy Higgins. Iggy Higgins sells guns. Is that the actress's name? No, he doesn't. He robs banks. Check the poster name on your bedroom wall. Then. <laughs> oh, Dawn. It's Dawn. Oh, oh yeah. No, I don't drink. Oh yeah. A new Dawn. A new Dawn. She got with Gary. Tom. Gary. Gary. Jamie actually got in contact with us after our Anthony Costa interview. Uh, I believe those two are good friends and they must have discussed the fact that Anthony was on our on our podcast and Jamie got in contact saying that he'd love to love to join us. Nice. It was nice to be approached, isn't it? So did you not even go to him originally? No, no, um, no, Anthony got hold of me saying that Jamie's interested in doing the podcast and yeah, I just sent Jamie an email and it went from there. He's but, a 
he's a geezer, he's a proper geezer, isn't he? He's a true, true <laughs> fan. Yeah. Of, he's met David Jason, and he went to the premiere of the Only Force Norse's musical, which we will chat to him about when we speak to him, which is going to be really exciting because it's not long now until Tom and I go up to see it. Tom's seeing it for the second time, and it's my first time, and it's July, isn't it, Tom? We're going. It's July. It's near my birthday, so we could a nice little treat. Mm. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm just looking forward to hearing some of the songs again. So I was contacting the Fools and Horses musical social media. They just won't respond. I've had a few, quite a few fans ask, is the soundtrack going to be available? Um, but then Ryan Hudson, who played Rodney, did say that it's just quite a high demand, so maybe. Yeah, I think it'd be silly for them not to. Easy money. One thing that I recently found out, that Paul Whitehouse, who plays Grandad, is actually an understudy. So he's not there full time playing the character Grandad. So there's a, really? quite a high high percentage chance that we might not see him when we go. I was just thinking that there's quite because obviously the was he Grandad when you were there, Tom? He is first choice Grandad because he's on the, he's on the posters. It's just that they're all going to have an understudy because they're going to have holiday sickness, aren't they? So the guy who played Mickey Pierce, he played Rodney one night. Um, yeah. So they they all swap over and get you know other actors in to cover them. Was that? I just that, surely that takes away the magic. Sort it? of like for me, like when I go again, I know I'll enjoy it. But I do, with respect to all the actors, I hope they keep their roles, hope that they're, they're all present. But um, no. I just imagine them in the dressing room, like, oh, I really can't be bothered to do Roddy tonight. Can you do Roddy and I'll do Trigger? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what it sounds like. I'm sure it's not like that. No, because no, I think um, that Ryan Hutton, he was he was just not available one for a couple, and yeah, Patrick, I'm sure he would have done spiffing. Spiffing. I still haven't. I thought I might get the motivation to go, but I just haven't. That's mm. really weird. I don't know why. I think you would enjoy it when you're there, but it's, yeah. it's, it's the whole thing. It's a musical, and it's <clears> like <throat> I'm not into musicals, but it was just yeah, it's better than I thought it would be. I just hope Paul Whitehouse is there because he's the, sort of my main motivation to go and to see it because yeah. I think he's a really nice guy and I really Ditto. like him as a comedian. So oh, I don't know. Finger, you, fingers crossed, we'll see Paul. It would be our luck though that I'm not going be off, no. off on the night, but. Are you going? I'm not going, no. I will go one day, but I'm not coming with you guys in July, unfortunately. But yeah, I'm the same as Bailey. My motivation is Port Whitehouse. I'm a huge fan of it. Obviously, I'm a fan of the show, but I don't want it to... I don't know. Like, I love Only Forces that much. I don't anyone? want it to... Only Forces. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a new police drama. <laughs> Only Forces. Only Forces, yeah. You won't... You made the force force say it with you. <laughs> were you going to say it could ruin it for you? Yeah. It would I'd not ruin it. it. It's no, I'm sure it would. It's, it's, yeah. it's just, just a bit of fun. And it's, it's a homage. I'm sure when I'm now, I'd like it. Yeah. We'll have to put out a Twitter poll to find out how many of the fans which follow us have seen the musical. Because I'd be interested to see how many people have been out there. Mm. Even though it's had some like mixed response, they keep adding more dates. So there was obviously a demand for it. So. Yeah. It was supposed to just be for a couple of months. That will come all around the country, though, surely. At some point. We don't always do that. The Harry Potter um, play is just always been in um, part of London. I can't think of. I went like last year. They've been there for like six or seven years straight. Shaftesbury Avenue, probably, maybe. Can't yeah. remember. Well, if it comes to Bristol or Bath or something, I'll go. But if it comes to the Merlin Theatre. If it if it comes <laughs> to my living room. I'll watch it. <laughs> I do so much well, travelling with work. I just the thought of travelling to my Dell. I was going to say they do. 
sorry, they do a lot of live shows at cinemas, don't they? You can go to like view. Yeah, yeah they stream them live sometimes. Don't yeah, they? so maybe in time you could go to the Odeon and watch. Yeah, it. that's yeah, that's, that's a a cinema closer to me then. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> too far. And bring the cinema to you. Yeah. Live if stream. I just, if I just stream it online, I'll <laughs> sit in my pants and stay what, only yeah. forces or only <laughs> Yeah, I might do. I think that's on the iPlayer actually. <laughs> yeah. Is there any Force and Horses news? Like, like any Force and Horses related news? Anything? What's happening in Force and Horses? We should have that segment at the start of the like, any Anything to the actors? Did you guys see that um, photograph of Nicholas Lyndhurst that I posted of him looking I've quite, um, I don't know, shocked? I think probably the best it. word. There's a rogue uh, Nicholas Lynn has a Twitter account, isn't there? Again. There's always something like that, though. Yeah. He's got a couple thousand followers. Yeah. Anyway, we. It seems about, legit. I think it's yeah. about time we spoke to Jamie. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce to you Mr. Jamie Borthwick? Hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Can you, can you hear me now? <laughs> <laughs> He's straight into it. Amazing. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> You're pulling my leg. <laughs> uh, how are we, chaps? All right, yeah, good. Hi, Jamie. Nice to speak to you. We good. And you, mate. So we got, we got obviously, Bailey, um, myself, Bailey. Tom. We've got Tom. Uh, James. And we got Ed. Bailey, to- Bailey, Tom and James. And, and Ed. And Ed. Hi, right, Jamie. There's four of us. And Ed. Bailey, Tom. James and Ed. That's it. That's it. I'm going to remember that. The dream team. <laughs> we love that. Yeah, well, we were just having a chat with you. Sorry, not with yeah. you. We were having a chat about you before we called you. And we've, we All just, good, I hope. Of course, <laughs> of course. And we just realised, well, it says online that you've, you've been in 900 episodes of EastEnders. Wow, I didn't even know that. That is wow, insane. Yeah. I didn't even know that. How does it feel to be in so many episodes? Oh, it feels long. <laughs> it feels like it's been long. No, it's good. It's good. It's nearly up to the thousand mark. That'd be good. It's insane. I remember you as a little nipper in that. Like, I, yeah, I admittedly haven't watched you send for years, but you were... As a whippersnapper. You are a little, yeah, little, yeah. little hard nut on screen. Yeah, yeah. Played it really well. Good old days. So, Jamie, tell us a little bit about how you got into acting. Is it something that you've always wanted to do, or do any of your family act? How did that all happen? No, no, no. I used to sing. Like, my mum and dad had clubs and pubs when I was younger, and I used to go down, I used to go down, I used to sing on them. Wow. And I don't know what it was. I just used to do it. I don't really, I can't really remember how I even done it, or how I got into it, or anything like that. I just used to find myself singing all the time so yeah I was singing and everyone used to kind of like it I used to think what, that, what's that about you know it was like an event when I was singing on the karaoke yes. so, Jamie singing Jamie singing and then my mum it was my it's my mum's fault got her to blame she mm-hmm. um she said oh you know like she I don't know who she thinks she was Simon Cow or something but she, <laughs> she said, oh I, I could I could see something in him that I just you know thought it was good so anyway before I knew where I was at the blink I was having an audition for Sylvia Young theatre school yeah and I remember my mum putting it to me and she said, um, you know, yeah, you only have to do academics. You have to do your academic work in maths, English and science three days a week. And I went, that's it, sold. No, <laughs> yes, yeah, I didn't blame go. you. It's a good sell. Yeah, so that was, that was the only reason I ever wanted to go. So yeah, I went and, um, and then in my second year at the school, um, I had a phone call one day to say I had an audition for EastEnders and then I had another audition and another one and another one and a screen test with the wonderful Dave Hill who played um, our grand granddad in the show. Yeah. And um and that was it. And then twelve years down the line, here we are. 
That's incredible. That's strong. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, you know, people say to me now. I get asked that question quite a bit, and you know, they say, "How can I?" You know, how can I be an actor? How can I get into acting? And I kind of say, look, my case was was one in a million. Like, I've been so lucky that mm. I, I, I kind of blinked and it all just happened for me, in a sense. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It was mm. like, yes. I don't remember kind of really driving towards it or, or really going, oh, no, I really need this or I really want this. It was just a kind of, it just all happened, really. And before I knew it, there I was. So well, I've been amazing. extremely fortunate. Yeah. You've had a fantastic career and you're still fairly young, aren't you? How old are you? You're 20... 24, 24. That is mad. What is, what is life going to bring you in 10 years' time? Oh, mate, who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? A bit. <laughs> who knows? So what what character would you play in Fools and Horses if you had the chance, if they if they did a remake? See, I would obviously want to play Del Boy, but, as everyone would, but mm. apparently I look, I look more like a Rodney. So <laughs> you got an essence I'll of probably... Rodney about you. That's, that's, that's a compliment, I'm sure. Yeah, I'll probably get cast for that, I suppose. Hmm. But of course, everyone wants to play Delbon. Yeah, oh, Trigger. Do. Yeah, Trigger would be a great one to play. Trigger. We, I saw, I saw your clip of um, your reenactment of the of the uh, Why'd You Call Me Dave. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Oh, it's brilliant. Brilliant, yeah, it's really good. And I see he, <laughs> from yuppie, he did a yuppie love scene as well. I can't remember. Which yeah, it's just because <laughs> it's Harry. It's Harry. Harry Reid, who was who um, was Ben in the show up until quite recently. We had, we had this only falls and horses bond. And it was like we, you know, we both was on the same level. We knew every word, all the episodes, and it was like I can't believe I found you, going. You know what I mean? It was like I've been, I've been looking for someone like <laughs> my whole life, and then they were there. How did, did you remember when you first got into when you fought some horses, or when you first started watching it? I was a baby, a baby, one, two years old. Oh, and uh, my family always watched it. Of it, you know, as all families have, my dad and my my mum and my uncle and aunt so whenever I you know it was always just on in our house and mm. and then we got all the videos the VHS videos and nice and before I knew where I was I'd been watching it for 10 years and just loved all these characters we, we asked we asked this question to everybody who joins us on the podcast and it's quite a difficult question to yeah. ask but what what is it about only force and horses <clears throat> that you love oh, it's, uh... What makes it special to you? The only way I can explain it to me is that it just gives me a feeling that I've never got watching anything else. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like nostalgia. I don't know what it is. Everything just it just fits perfectly. Just watching it just brings me so much joy. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think it's because I, just, I can't explain it. It's just it just gives me a feeling that I've never had watching anything else. It's like a comfort, isn't it? We were speaking to yeah, Anthony Costa really about is. it, and he he was describing it as being much of a comfort for him, and it just reminds me of being young and being mm. with his family, and just mm. really happy happy thoughts. Yeah, no, that's, that's that's absolutely bang on. So, who else on the Extenders set is a huge fan of Fools and Horses? Were you was Nabil um, who played Gary in Strange on the Shore? Was he on the show when you were? No, it was out. before my time. It was before, it was before okay. my time. Yeah. About 20 years ago, wasn't it, Tom? I don't know. I can't believe <laughs> it was. So who else was, did I you mean, I think that was like 2000 and... I want to say like 2003 period. Yeah, 2004, possibly. and I joined at really the end of 2006, basically 2007. Yes. I can imagine so Danny's a fan. before my time. Yeah, every, every, everyone's a fan. Who ain't a fan? That's true. But yeah, there's, yeah. No one, there's, no one, there's no one like me there. But yes, you're the biggest fan. There's no one who's a fan like me. Do you just walk around whilst the cameras aren't rolling, doing only Falls Norse's impressions to your your work yeah, colleagues? Honestly, <laughs> absolutely, honestly, that's no joke. We 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 have, me and when Harry was there, 
that was our thing. We'd always just, you know, be talking about it. If we, we'd branch off into the, to do the scenes, you know, someone would say something and we'd go, oh, that's about that scene. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. So, and then everyone kind of knew um, that that was our thing. And then we was interesting. We had Gwyneth Strong come on for a bit. Wow. Oh, really? All right. And um, she'd been on like a few days and I wasn't in. And, and but everyone, you know, everyone had phoned and said, oh, she's in, you know. <laughs> And I think she'd been told that, that I was a huge Fools fan. So she was like, oh, wait, you know, you got to wait till you meet Jamie because he's probably going to drive you mad about this or that or whatever. <laughs> so um, anyway, I did meet her and she was lovely. And, you know, I just said, look, I didn't, I didn't ag her to death. I just said, look, I'm just a huge fan of the show. What was it like? And she said, yeah, it was just brilliant. And, you know, it was everything you'd expected and more. So that was nice. It was nice to meet her. Hmm. We, we've, had, then, we've had such lovely feedback from the actors in the cast from the show just saying working on Only Fools and Horses was just like one big family. Yeah. Just yeah. just really lovely group of people spending some, some fantastic times together. Yeah, and you can really see that, can't you? Did you watch the, you know, the thing they had on UK Goal where they had all the, the, the story of Only Fools and Horses? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure, some back, backstage stuff. You can really kind of sense that. And yeah. a lot of our crew worked on Fools. Okay. And they are cameramen and our boom men so I'm always oh, nice. asking them and they say exactly the same it was just a really nice kind of family atmosphere and um, you know it was it was everything you'd want and more that makes it so even better nice doesn't it? it it makes yeah, you like the show yeah. even more than you do already yeah. if you know that absolutely. sort of atmosphere happened behind the yeah. scenes exactly oh. Jamie just to live through your glory what was it like meeting David Jason oh mate it was it was it was wonderful but but Getting the message, getting the video message from him oh was probably God. better. <laughs> yeah, so it was Anna, Anna Brabins, who, who was the first on our show, and she said, I'm doing Only Fools and Horses with David Jason. Send, I'll record you saying a video message. You know, I'm sure you'd like to do that. And I'll show it to him. So I said, oh, great, great. So we sent him off a, a, a video message, me and Harry, just saying, look, Sir, Sir David, um, you, you're a huge inspiration. Um, you, you made us want to be actors, which is true. Um and uh, just just thank you for your contribution to our lives, basically. Yeah. And within probably a week or two weeks, we had a video message back, um, which was which was so lovely. Mm. Just saying, you know, thank you for the very nice message, and you know, a little bit of humour there behind the counter of the open all hours set. And I just, I just, you know, that was like a huge yeah. box tick. And then when we saw saw him at the National Television Awards, me and Harry were sat sat there, and we was kind of like, you know, we have to do this. And and also, this was a point where Harry was just about to leave the show as well. So it was almost a real nice cherry on top of our little cake. That we, yeah. Mm-hmm. Our little Only Fools and Horses cake. So in the advert break, we went over to him and we said, oh, Sir David, you know, um, you won't remember us, but I'm Harry, this is Jamie, you know, I'm Jamie, this is Harry. And uh, we sent a, 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 a video message a little while ago and him and his wife, we're both like, oh wow, yes, um, that was very kind of you, and I was really surprised he remembered. And, and I said, you know, just want to say thank you for the, for the response. And he said, oh, it's not a problem. And you know, we asked for a photo, and we had a lovely photo, and it's currently sitting on my mantelpiece in my house, and I've got one in my bedroom. Right. So it's you know, it was like such a huge tick off the idols list, you know. That's yeah. so lovely. Were you nervous when you approached him? Really nervous. Oh really nervous. Oh yeah, I, 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 there are certain people in this world. If I met them, I just wouldn't know what to say to someone yeah. like David Jason. You know, what can you say? What he hasn't heard a million times before? Exactly, you know? exactly. 
But he sounds like a really lovely man from the response you got from him. He was. He was. He was really lovely. I'm so glad that, uh, you know, they say don't meet your heroes, but I'm glad I met him. Mm. What an amazing experience. No, he was brilliant. And it was it was so it was like wow you know and I'm so glad I I done it I'm so I'm so glad that I had the, the bottle to go over to him you know yeah, yeah it's totally worth I've it though you've got to do it, haven't it you? forever yeah you've got to take these chances haven't you absolutely mate absolutely yeah what an amazing experience so Jamie you've, you've seen the Fools and Horses musical yep um if, to those who haven't watched it and they're a little yep. bit skeptical like my yep. brother sat in right here James is yep. a little bit skeptical <laughs> how would you convince them to go along and uh... all I'm gonna say is don't be skeptical. And, and okay. I was, of course, but now from someone who's seen it and from someone who, you know, is is the hugest fan and the hugest critic of anything, which is me, you know, it, it, it was absolutely brilliant. Wow, it was yes, fantastic. I love it, yes. it was brilliant. It, it, it's just like a, if you take it as just a wonderful celebration and a homage to Only Fools and Horses, you're not going to be disappointed. And that's exactly what it is. That's why I say it's a homage, it's homage to a great show. It, absolutely, fun, they're it? just celebrating their, their their characters. You can really tell that that cast and yeah, that cast and the makers of that were real, you know, diehards. Particularly the cast, you know, yes. you could really get that from them because it was Jim and Dan Sullivan who done a lot of it, and Paul yeah. Whitehouse done a lot of it. But you can really tell that they were like, you know, we don't want to try and you know change this in any way. We're, we're saying that we are just fans basically of that show and we just want to celebrate it and it, it it was oh mate it was absolutely brilliant what was, the, what, what, what was the standout uh, performance um, the actor which, which character do you think was portrayed best in your opinion uh, I could not believe how much the actor who played Roger Lloyd who played yeah, Trigger agreed. looked like a young Roger Lloyd Pack. it's crazy I isn't it could not <laughs> you know in the episode where um I think it's standards on the might be um, sleepless in Peckham. You know where they get the they blow up the photo of the um, Jolly Boys outing back in the sixties. Yes, and yeah, yeah. They got a, uh, Rodney's at Cassandra at dinner. You know that photo where they say, "Oh look, look at Trigger." You know, in Cassandra, they go back yeah, to that time yeah. they look them young. Honestly, that was this actor. He could, he's, he's, I don't. I I wouldn't be surprised if he's a distant relative. I'm sure we don't know that. But I, I it's, thought, it's I, so uncanny. Absolute uncanny. It was, yeah, and that, and for me, that's what I went. Wow, because I just could not believe the resemblance. Yeah. And the lady who played Marlene was got off to a tea as well. Her impression yeah, was brilliant. She's huge. What did you think of the Boise? Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, he was the sound alike, definitely. Um, yeah, they were all a... great, weren't they? They was all great. They was all great. I mean, it's so hard to kind of, you know, it's yeah. so hard to really. I it absolute spot on, but I, they. I thought they'd done a fantastic job. I was sceptical of the um, actor playing Delvoy before I went to, to watch it, but he definitely um, put a lot, all his energies into yeah, absolutely really, really well. And he really had points where I went, "Wow, he's really studied that." Do you know what I mean? And he's really, he's very, he's really he's very that. good. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go watch it a second time with Bailey in, in July because yeah, I just had yeah. to. Because only one of the four of us have actually seen it, so I'm going up with Tom to Tom's watching it a second time in July. I can't wait to see it. Uh, honestly, lads, you're going to love it. I really think you're going to enjoy it. Well, you went to the yeah. premiere, didn't you? Tell us a little yeah, bit about that. Yeah, I went to the that. press night. Yeah, I went to the press night. So, um, it was really, it was fantastic. Night, and, I, and I met um, Jim and Dan Sullivan, and that was really nice to meet them. What are they like? Really lovely guys. Really lovely. And we was chatting about falls and... You know, it was like we, they was ordering drinks in the bar. They was like, yeah, you know, we'll have a, we'll have an umbrella in there. But, you know, <laughs> uh, 
uh, Baileys and Cherry Aid, all that sort of stuff. You know, it's really nice to have that. Nice. Yeah, and uh, they were lovely. And then at the end of the show, they were sat behind me, and, and I looked round to see them both, and they were just had they have floods of tears down their face. Really? And and I thought, wow, how lovely that this is just a really wonderful night and a wonderful celebration yeah. for their family. Mm. Um, and I just thought, what a really lovely moment. They really, really deserved it because you know it's a huge risk to put to to, to attempt to pull that off, mm. and it, and it and it it paid off. So that was really lovely. Nice. Um, and it was nice. I saw some old faces there. I saw Phil Daniels there. He was there. I haven't seen for years. Brilliant. Uh, so that was really nice to see him. I saw, um, yeah, Grandad. Um, I saw Ray Winston. Wow. Um, and that was nice because Harry Fennick, who plays Billy on the show, him and Ray are like, you know, like can't get a fag paper between them. Really? And Perry's always told me stories about Ray and then, and then, Perry would go back to Ray and say, oh, me and Jamie would talk, you know what I mean? All that stuff. Was like, I, I feel like I'd known Ray for like 10 years, but never met him. Yeah. Um, and it was really nice to finally, you know, meet him. And we were speaking about Perry and all this nice stuff. And it was just a really, really lovely evening. At a beautiful theatre as well, the Haymarket. It is lovely, yeah. It's, it's, it's lovely. Not, a really good place to watch it. Yeah, it's not like a huge theatre, but it's the right size, I think. Right size, no. And it, was, it was really good night. It was brilliant. Uh, I meant you mentioned Phil Daniels. I said Grandad. Yeah, did you yeah. did you like Rock and Chips? On our... um, um, I'll be honest. I kind of just took. I watched it because it was only Fools and Horses related. Yes, but it's not something I go back and sit and watch. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I I agree with you, Tom. You're uh, quite a fan of it. I knew, I, but yeah. I feel the same. When, when, when Sullivan yeah. when Sullivan passed away, I was more, quite gutted. That yeah, I wouldn't say any more of that. But I just I like you know the story they were yeah. they were telling. I feel Daniels yeah. was great as granddad in that as a perfect Yeah, he was good. He was good. They, yeah, no, it was good. But I, it, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it was bad. It was just. It was just no. something that it's something I kind totally of took for what it was at the time. And uh, you know, I, I don't. I they don't, have a purist when it comes to that. Say again. They have a purist when it comes to. Yeah, the, uh, exactly, exactly, exactly. Sometimes that's how I. That's kind of how I'm feeling about the uh, musical. To be honest, I feel yeah. a bit like oh, I don't know. Should I go? Should I not go? Oh, I've, I've, my advice would be go. Okay. Well, I'll bear that in mind. <laughs> my advice would be. Ja- Jamie, are there any other sitcoms uh, that come even close to Only Fools and Horses for you that you enjoy watching? Um, there ain't any that come close to Only Fools and Horses, no. <laughs> but there's so many I enjoy watching, but, uh, but Only Fools and Horses is like absolute streets ahead. In the one. league of its own. Yeah. Give us a few. What other comedies do you enjoy watching, Jamie? I love porridge. Yeah, yeah, agree. Um, I love the royal family. Oh, I love the royal family. Love yeah. I love men behaving badly. Oh I yes, <laughs> I'm currently it's watching amazing. that again now. It's on Netflix, oh, yeah. isn't it? It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, fab. Um, and that, and, that, and that, I just honestly, modern television. I don't watch at all. Mm. I just watch old stuff that's been and gone before. Being an actor, how does it work in regards to managing your time? Because you said you do a lot of time reading through the scripts. What's your average week when you're working with EastEnders? Um, well, if I'm working every day with EastEnders, then, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get, if I've got a busy week, I'll get in probably about eight o'clock in the morning, get in, have some breakfast, um, get changed. Normally, I have to have a shave because I haven't shaved over the weekend because the character has to be clean shaven. And when yeah. I'm off work, well, I can't yeah. ever be bothered. Um, so I, I get in, have a shave, and then and then um, get myself ready. Just go through the lines again briefly. 
just before we go on and then go on do our scene. Normally on average a scene would take about 40 minutes, 45 minutes to film, um, get that done. And then depends, it depends sometimes if I've got, you know, four scenes in the morning, I'll do that and then I might have a little break and then we'll have lunch and then might be back on in the afternoon. And then I get home probably about seven, uh, no, about half seven, quarter to eight, I get in, have dinner and then I kind of have a little brief read through again of tomorrow's stuff and then i sit in the bath for like two hours of the night i love sitting in the bath yeah music good time to unwind yeah absolutely any stick of fools and horses on yeah and then uh you know and then i'll just do some brief hobbying whether that be playing my guitar or you know if it's like monday nights we go football or whatever and then and then uh and then it's back home in, in time for bed to do it all again yeah sounds very busy so you don't ever set days aside then to go through scripts you just do it as and when just kind of do it on the go yeah you know you, you get when you get your scenes through you i take all my scenes out that i've got for that specific block all in order so i know what i'm doing yeah um read it all through once in a kind of story order and then uh you know we take you know so like monday we'll be filming two scenes but one is from the the start of the script and one is from the end so you're always on the go do you know what i mean because you think mm. to yourself oh, hang on a minute i've done the beginning of this episode three days ago or I know, you know, and this is the, or you do the end first or something, because we don't film in chronological order. Yeah, that must mm. be quite confusing. <laughs> so it does get quite confusing, but you, you, you do get the hang of it. And everyone at work is so good with that because they're very aware that, you know, we've got so much in our minds, we've got so much in our brain that sometimes it, we do forget mm-hmm. you know, where we are or where we've been or where we're going. Or I might make a useless actor, I think. My memory is terrible. <laughs> is it, see, my memory is generally not that great. I've just got a selective memory. You just yeah. remember the important things. I just remember the important things, exactly. Well, exactly. I'm, I'm surprised you've got time for any Fools and Horses after everything that you've no, just right. said, to be honest. You've got to make time for it, mate. Cause Absolutely, yeah. You've got to make time for it. Absolutely. So tell us what your favourite episode is. My favourite episode? Um, favourite episodes. Or favourite episodes, if you can pull out your strongest I would one. Say, I would say my favourite episode is probably um, um, the suspense is killing us. Time on our hands. Ooh, oh, I wasn't expecting yeah, that. Really. I, was, I was expecting Jolly Boys outing. Yeah, no, I do love that, and I love them all, and uh, you know, I love them all. But if I was to choose one, I would say, I would say. I would say that because I just think it's such a lovely round off. It's got yeah, good, it's happy so ending, good. Isn't it? and that and it's such a like a great little with an hour and a half. I think they like, are yeah. hour and twenty minutes. I think that scene in the flat at the end when 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 Dale's reflecting on his his life. Yeah, that is such a special scene in it. I love it. There's so much kind of um, real heart warming, meaningful stuff in that episode. Mm. You know, you got the lift scene. Yeah. which was just, you know, it goes about saying it's just unbelievable. Yeah, so. And then you've got the nice kind of, but the moment behind that, he's basically saying he's done all this work. Mm. All he's wanted to do is be a millionaire. And now he's got it. It's not what he thought it would be, which mm. is a wonderful message to yes. actually yeah. let people know that, you know, everyone's <laughs> running around trying to nick a pound note from here, there and everywhere. But when you've actually got it, it's not what it seems. And that's kind of the thing as well about all subjects, you know what I mean? You want this and then you get it. Yeah. And it's kind of not what it is. Do you know what I mean? Not what and you I, thought yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I can see why Sullivan brought it back purely for the... Can you still hear us all right? 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, there's another call coming through. But, yeah. yeah, I had I'll, that a little while ago. Sorry. I don't know if you um, it. Yeah, I think Sullivan bringing it back, apart from the fact there was a huge demand for it, I think yeah. Dell losing the money is part of the joke, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and Mark, funny enough, I was speaking to my mate about this the other day, and he was saying he liked him, but it, they shouldn't have done it. It was just that was, you know, the, the time on our hands was a perfect ending to a perfect series. Leave it at that and whatever. But I really liked the last three. I thought there were some great moments in it mm. and great little stories in them, and they were really good. Did you like them um, dabbling into um, Rodney's real father, Frog's Legacy roundup? Yeah. Do you think they, that was the right yeah. thing to do? Yeah, yeah. I thought, you know, yeah, that didn't didn't uh, do it for um, didn't bother me at all. I, 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 it was all part of the story. Mm. It was all part of the story. But other than other than time on our hands, I really liked um, Tony Angelino's episode. <laughs> stage, fright. Oh, stage fright, yeah. Stage fright, stage mm. fright. I love that. That yeah, was so yeah, funny. Safe. I love that. Such clever writing. So those those episodes that you've just pointed out, they're sort of towards the end. They're the later episodes of Only Force and Horses. Yeah. So yeah. if I had to ask you this question now, what episodes do you prefer? The the first slot of earlier episodes or the later slot? Are you going to choose the later ones? Yeah, I think I'm going to choose the later ones. Yeah, yeah I'm with you on that. Wow, because that causes a massive divide amongst us four and the OFA community. Got, have we got 2-2? Two, two? Have we got 2-2 two, two, then? <laughs> yeah, I think it's 2-2. Two, two. I'm earlier, Ed. I'm later. Later. I'm uh, Yeah. Wait, wait, I'm later. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, I'll make them outnumbered all of a sudden. <laughs> it's, 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 not, it's, just, it's not to say the early episodes aren't special, but it's just I think um, they evolved so so brilliantly as they went on. I think so, they built the foundation, didn't they? Oh, they my, yeah. Built it yeah and the later ones. Some fans aren't... A, aren't a fan of the um, introduction of them, you know, getting married, having kids, but you had to really because they're a family and it's oh, more absolutely, believable. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And they, they just, I never felt like, that was the wonderful thing about it, when all these new characters come in, I, I never had a moment where I went, no, just take them back to mm. Del Rodney and Uncle Albert or Del Rodney and Grandad. I liked it, just them three. I was never like that. I, I still felt I was watching Only Fools yeah. and I just thought they were really lovely additions, Raquel and Cassandra. Yeah. They did evolve and, the show and really well. And, I also, you know I mean? I, yeah, I think also with, with the later episodes, they started to the Christmas specials became more prominent. So I kind of yeah, I associate with the old family old family moments watching them at Christmas. Oh, they were brilliant. Yeah. They were brilliant. Their moments. They, you know, the 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 the, the, the heroes and villains, Batman and Robin, was like, was it the most watched? Um, uh, I what? think it's been the most yeah, it was, yeah. Christmas moment of all time, I think. Yeah, and that was shot just down the road from where we live. The, oh, really? The, the, you know the scene where they're running through the street? Yeah. That yeah. was shot in Bristol, and we're, we're quite close oh, to Bristol really? here. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We've got a few. Well, you, know the, you know the guy you, who, um, who who done the mugging? Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, it was funny, because he used to live downstairs in my, from my cousins in Poplar. <laughs> near Canary Wolf. Really? Yeah. I remember, right. yeah, I remember one day walking out. I was only young and I remember my dad saying, oh, that's the guy who, from Only Falls and yeah. you know, mugged Councillor Murray. And I remember <laughs> thinking, wow, he's so famous. <laughs> I remember thinking, like, I just met Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, nice. oh my God, I want to fight with him. I want to, you know what I mean? You should have gone out to him and gone, excuse me, mister, you seen yeah. any police about? <laughs> <laughs> but, Jamie, you met David Jason now, so nothing can compare to that. So, yeah, nothing you know, tops that, <laughs> I bet one thing you wanted to ask was uh, why did Del Boy support uh, Millwall, not West Ham? <laughs> yeah, but then they're from Peckham, aren't they? So he's, he was kind of forced, I think, by, by Reg. Here you go. I'm going to put you on the spot again. What, That's what I tell myself. <laughs> Buster Merrifield or Leonard Pierce? Oh, I knew he was going to ask me that. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Um, 
if I want to choose. You've got to, I'm afraid. I'd say probably Buster Merrifield. Yes, good answer. I think, good I think answer. I would say. But just because I've, I've chose the later episodes, so that would be a bit odd now if I said yeah. Leonard Pierce. But they were both, honestly, they were both brilliant. Yeah, I think they both bring their own charm to the show, don't yeah, they? They're both wonderful. Um, they really do, and they're both. You, you don't. You don't prefer one or the other. Do you know what I mean? You love no. both. You really just do. Yeah, yeah. We we had a discussion a couple of weeks back. If they ever met in an episode, would you, do you think they would have got on with each other? Because they're both so different, aren't they, in their personalities? Yeah, I don't actually. No, I don't. I think they'd annoy each other. Yeah, well, well I, I think guess they'd annoy each other. They were they were in one they were in Shroud for a Nightingale some mid eighties drama and they they both Buster and Leonard were in one episode together. Oh really? Oh, um, okay. It's not yeah it's you can find it on YouTube but okay. I don't know if I'll they would have known each other personally. It's real news to me. I always felt like yeah if 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 Granddad and Albert like you said had met in that the Fools and Oz universe they probably would like the big bickering brothers I imagine. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that's how I, yeah, bickering brothers, annoying yeah. brothers, a bit like Bell and Rodney. I yeah, imagine that yeah that's true. That they're, that's they're, a good point. Get on each other's nerves. Yes, yeah, definitely. You you, know? Have you have you ever managed to go to any of the only Force and Horses conventions? No, but I really want to. Oh, they're fantastic. We've we've been before a few times, and they're really yeah. really good days out. Yeah, I really want to go. I, I, funny enough, I was looking. I say quite recently about a year ago they was doing some and uh, I, I really did mean to go but I just never got around to it but I'm definitely definitely not uh, writing that off I'm definitely going to do one I think you'd, you'd love it being a being a massive fan and they changed the formula up I think of how they run the convention over the years because the first time I went it was like a free-for-all there were yeah. so many people there and it was just yeah. it was crazy but I think now they limit down the amount of people and they allocate tickets to tables tickets, and yeah. it's all yeah yeah it sort of runs like clockwork rather than like a almost like a zoo when I was there yeah. but it's a fantastic day out it's really really good for an only Force and horses fan I do really mean to go I do really mean to go Jamie what about, what about your weakest weakest episode if there is a weakest episode what's the one there is the one yeah. I it's, it's quite it's um it's hole in one. All right. Where Albert falls down the hole. That was his second episode, wasn't it? He did second episode, yeah. yeah. And I think I think maybe just the reason for that was just because maybe I'd seen it so many times. Yeah, I, I think, think there's some great lines in that. Always on. There are no. The, the, there are <laughs> some of the funniest moments in the in the um mm. in the courtroom. Silence, that <laughs> man. Really are <laughs> hilarious moments in that. <laughs> If I had to choose one to write off, I think it'd be that one. And I, don't, I think just because maybe I've seen it so many times. I've seen, I've obviously seen all of them so many times, but mm. there's just something about that one. I was a bit like, you know, I, I, if I never saw it. Yeah, yeah. I, I can understand that. I'm, I'm like that with Video Nasty. I really don't I, like it. Oh, really? No. I didn't mind that. It, it, I, didn't, um, I didn't mind that one. I... I... This is a strange one, but dates I always found, even though dates is a classic. I just what? I don't get a good feeling. <laughs> I don't yeah, know that's why. Baffling, that one. That's oh, baffling. I love dates. You love dates. I, I'm minority. I don't dislike it. I just there's something. I think it's the first episode of a nerd fact that Ray Butt didn't direct. I think it's, he stepped. Oh down. really? I think it's and Tony Dow together. There's nothing against Tony Dow, but I just something about the episode. Even I can laugh okay. at it. I, th- I think it's Del. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. I think it's Del. Again, that produced such great moments. I know. I think Del Boy gets got such. Um, well, he got embarrassed in front of all his pals in the pub. It may, maybe yeah, it's that, you get like that. 
As a young lad watching that, maybe I thought, oh, poor Dale. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. love that. I mean, I like it when he goes to the dating agency. That's a brilliant... And that was a great scene. Oh, Jamie, in the musical, the dating agency yeah. scene was probably my favourite. That, 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 that song was brilliant. That waiter. Yeah. How brilliant is he? That young guy who does yeah, he, so he, much in the show. He, he kind of played multiple roles, didn't he? Yeah, he's, he's brilliant. brilliant, isn't he? Yeah. He's but, really good. But we can say hold on one. What about you, Ed? Uh, it's got to be Miami twice for me. Really? I'm really. Oh, I'm not someone twice. else said that the other day, I and I was like, I love that one. Not Get a it. fan. Not a fan. Of yeah, my pub. Obviously, I love Only Force Norses, and there's bits that have me in stitches in that, but uh, it's not. It's not something I'd flick on the TV. No, really? I really like I that love one. it. I used yeah. to be scared of Don O'Ketty. Don O'Ketty to you too. You know, like the bit where he, you know the bit where Delboy finds out who he is and he goes to the big portrait of him. Yeah, and he's, yeah. He's that used to scare me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's quite sinister. That scene is sinister, isn't it? And it's Paul shot in yeah, really The music was like really scary, and yeah. I don't know what it was. And then my uncle, bless him, my uncle Charlie. Um, he used to, because we used to watch that one all the time, he used to do the, um, you know, he'd say, oh, we used to go up the chip shop and we used to get some chips. And he used to say to me, oh, you want chips, Rico? You got chips. Rico. <laughs> <laughs> even now, he still does it sometimes. Oh, we got a chip shop. So he yeah, you want chips, Rico? You got uh, chips, Rico. I just love that. Sounds like an amazing uncle. <laughs> oh, he is a legend. What about you, James? What, what, what episode do you dislike? This is going to upset you, Bailey, but... Oh, don't say The Longest Night. Longest yeah. Night. Oh, no uh, way. Longest Night. I love that episode. Yes, yes. It's one of my favourite episodes, and I cannot wait to talk about that. it on the podcast. The trouble is, because I, I bought a video of it when I was young, about eight yeah. or nine, the VHS. So, at the time, having only four channels, I think it was, that was yeah. my only source of watching Only Fools and Horses, whenever I could get the VCR. And it had, like, three episodes on it and that one is like the one I don't want to watch that one I'll watch the next one yeah, yeah, just yeah, holding down the fast forward because it as a younger it's just one as scene, a young though, child really. yeah it, it felt a bit monotonous to me but yeah, I think yeah, I could no, still I appreciate it now but I just, if I was going to choose any that would be the bottom of my list I think Lennox Gilby Faz Blackwood makes that episode to be fair I, I was just going to say these one-off characters like out of all the one-off characters we have he's obviously brilliant but I've always thought Baz from um the episode is it health and sickness? No. Oh, um, dirty Barry. No, no, Baz. <laughs> smoke, smoke where where Baz. do I sit, Baz? Yeah, <laughs> him. he would have been a great. Oh, from um, from um, that's the Dave. That's the Dave scene, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What episode is Sit-ness that? Sitting next to no. Yeah, club. Of course, our fans right now. But homesick, homesick. Well done there. Thanks for that. And Baz, this weekend. <laughs> Baz, he just made made sense for him to be a, a nags ed regular. It just seemed. Yeah, it would be good yeah. to see more of Baz, I think. Yeah, it would, but he had so, he was only he literally done that scene, and that was it. Oh no, yeah, yeah. No, we never saw him again. He's a legend. No. I lo- yeah, he, he just is. Yeah, just <laughs> like just like the rig guy from To Hull and Back. <laughs> I loved him. It's over there. <laughs> Cheers, pal. I think I think <laughs> Bailey's so got good. a Bailey's got a Twitter parody account of the rig guy. I think. Oh, I loved him. It was again such a short minute, but it just provided the great line that one can use for future. So I think so I think really the actor who played um, the rig guy he went to the convention, didn't he? He did go to the convention, but I think he he runs his own theatre school or his own ballet school or something now, oh, which really? is which is really interesting. Up in London somewhere yeah okay, okay. a bit shout out to david fleishman i believe I is his name. he's a legend just for that one line we're gonna get him on the just podcast just to shout that line on, over and over get again get him on <laughs> just going podcast? back to um video nasty quickly you're talking about yeah. one, 
guests. One of the reasons was my personal favourite was because the late, wonderful John Barden was in it. Yes, um, always in EastEnders, wasn't he? Yeah, and that was like, he was there, you know, we briefly crossed paths, you know, I, I was in it, I think, a year when I was there, and then he sadly, he sadly left. But, yeah. um, and I thought he was brilliant in it, and when I met him, I didn't think, oh, that's Jim from EastEnders, I thought... That's um, Tom from um, That's Tom from Only Fools and Horses. Do Don't be a prat, sir. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> I wouldn't have gave for the knife, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, bless him. Yeah, it was, wasn't oh, it? Oh, brilliant. And he was such a lovely man as well. He was really, really um, sadly passed now, but what a lovely, lovely man. Yeah, that was that was a sad day, wasn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. No, he, lovely, lovely the, man. The supermarket manager in Top Buys. Yeah, brilliant. I always thought Basil Fawlty. Yeah, so yeah, I do as well. Yeah. Just like him, he's got the same characteristics as well, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. The fat greedy cow. <laughs> 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 well, that was very good. <laughs> Jamie, you and I spoke earlier in the week about the episode The Royal Flush because I, I think yes. I mentioned to you that a lot of fans dislike it because yeah. of how Del Boy's character acts towards Rodney and completely sabotages his relationship with lady yeah. victoria yeah how do you feel about that episode well in a sense if you're gonna say that you then you, you can't like any episode because he's basically done that the whole series mm. so i i kind of don't buy that one but i love that episode i i like i it. thought it was brilliant it provided really great moments i thought it was a fantastic story and one that could only happen to the trotters yeah yeah and no. just it just it was so, again it just, just something about it i really really loved and i still now I, I love it when it's on you know i look and i because it's always on in it uk gold always mm, yeah always, it's, it's a popular it. episode. episode comes on i'm like yeah good i'll sit and watch it do you know well, what i mean i went to the 2004 falls on convention and yeah. um they were screening Royal Flush in like a separate mm-hmm. theatre and they needed 30 people to sit and watch it to record the official laughter track. And I yeah. was very nearly, I had to come out of the queue to sort of decide if, because in the old, like Bailey was saying, the conventions, you used to queue for hours to get a an autograph. There's a bit yeah. of a dilemma at the time. I thought I could just stay in this queue and wait to meet John Chalice, Sue Holdness, Patrick Murray, or I could yeah. be the official laughter track for Royal Flush because it obviously was originally had no laughter. So I yeah. came out the queue and then sort of changed my mind. So I thought, right, I'm not going to be able to get an autograph now. So I, I completely stitched myself up because I ended up going back, back, back in the queue. I didn't even watch the Royal Flush. So I absolutely oh, screwed. But yeah, um, John Sullivan wasn't present for a lot of the filming for Royal Flush. So that might be another reason why it might have a slightly different feel for fans who don't like it. Maybe. I think as well because it was like a lot of a lot of that was away from the usual sets. Yeah. People, people like fans of any show, kind of it goes really one way or the other when they move yeah. or when they go somewhere else. The Jolly Boys, and there's a lot solid... of stuff away from that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you see that the Jolly Boys is always entirely Margate, and that is absolutely like actually, the best yeah. episode, isn't it? That's a great point. That's a great point. It's just, I think, because they're all together on a beano. It's just rare, isn't it? Having them yeah. all on. Yeah. Or maybe just because with with the Jolly Boys, you had them all. Yeah, you had yeah. all the characters there away, and if, you know, you, but with there, you only had the three, which which are the foundation of the whole show. But obviously, plus all these all these new characters. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I these, can't say a bad word about it. These supporting really characters, like Trigger, Boise. Denzel, that's why I probably prefer the later series because they're more prominent. They and, got more involved. Yeah, they? class of '62, little problems. Yeah. They're, 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 they're just they're, they're hilarious. Just as secondary characters, 
any yeah. other comedy. You don't really have a hilarious secondary character, but no. Fools and Horses is a one-off, definitely, and we're not going to oh, see mate. it like <laughs> it again, are we? Mate, and it and and that's the thing. Like, I often, um, you know, I'm so, I'm I, I'm always um, not preaching, but people always ask me, and I just always have to just tell them how I feel. And I really, I kind of think, where is the next Only Falls? Where is the next Royal Family? The next, the, do you know what I mean? Where are they coming from? They're not. The and they're not. They're not. Thing, and, yeah. And I really, you know, my, my younger sister's 16. She's just, she's just doing her exam. She's an actress. That's good. And she, she, I think to myself, you just, you're so unlucky because you're missed, you've missed all these great yeah. shows and you're not going to see anything like it again. Within a sense, you could even argue that about me because all these shows were made years and years before I was born. <laughs> yeah. It's good that we got the but, technology now to actually revisit that. Because, you know, yeah, it wasn't, and, wasn't the and, case and, 10, so 15 a, years yeah, ago. That's right. In a way, she's so lucky she can go and revisit. But in another way, it's like, you're, you know, when, mm. when I was still young, they were still making Only Fools. Mm. They were still, but they're, they're not obviously doing it anymore. And it's just really sad. And I just, I'm, I'm such an old soul, but there just is nothing, to me, there is nothing on telly new that can beat what has been and gone before. Yeah. You- I know that's really, might be really, um, quite cynical but I'm just I'm just an old soul no we agree with you and yeah. I think lots of people we spoke to on this podcast feel the same way Jamie oh well that makes me feel a bit better <laughs> do you fancy yourself as a, bit, uh, a script writer right. do you ever put pen no, to paper I, no no I, I would I, I really want to know where they get their brains because oh, I just think to be a writer and that's why you have to put John Sullivan on the pedestal and then build another 10 ladders to put him on a bigger one <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true because it's like how you can, how your brain, you know, you just think you, you sod. Freak of how can you be that clever? <laughs> mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the man's absolute genius. Jamie, before before we part ways, yes. have you had the chance to see John Chalice's uh, show? It's called Being Boise. No, I haven't. That's another fantastic one. You, if I you can really try and go to. and see it, he shows some really cool behind the scenes pictures of, only fours and horses and his was it his 40th birthday party uh 60th sorry 60th where all all the cast are at his house and it's just really lovely to see oh brilliant i'll really i'll have a look at that yeah i think john tours around quite quite a bit with it but if it's ever up your way i definitely recommend going to going to check it out definitely yeah i will 100 percent well, thank you so much for joining us tonight, yeah. Jamie. We really appreciate it. Great to talk to you. Of all the things that I get asked to do, this was probably the best. Oh, oh thank you. Well. Really kind of you. <laughs> we love the old guffer. This show is like, so wonderful. It's always yeah, it good is. talking to another Only Fools and Horses fan, just because, oh. as you know, you, you can't go wrong with it. Before you go, we normally ask our guests to give their best Only Fools and Horses impression. Without putting you under too much pressure, would you mind giving this one? i got a feeling you're going to nail it anyway. Yeah. I wouldn't mind at all, but I can't really like think of one off the top of my head because there's so many. So maybe I'll take requests from the floor. Oh, brilliant. Oh, oh, you've made my night. Um, do you want to do four impressions if we give you four characters? <laughs> yeah, I'll try. Yeah. I'll yes! I'll Get try. in there, my son. <laughs> right, son. Mickey Pierce. I had, a flight, I had a fight with four blokes the other night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've, I've been learning Aikido. Very good. Very good. Very good. Thanks, lad. Lennox Gilby. Lennox Gilby. Uh, I'm trying to think of a line. 
There's Do no you need. Remember? West Indian lady lived down Carter Road. Yes. Down there nice. selling shoes on the weekly deal. Yes. Brilliant. That was amazing. You sounded more like Lennox Gilby than Vaz Blackwood then. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, have you got one, Ed? Yeah. Go on, Ed. Right. Well, your accent, Jamie, you've got to do one of the Driscoll brothers. Yes. Uh, a shilling a day. And an old shit sound. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nice. Uh, final one. Um, any Boise line? Any Boise Please. Line? Um, trying to think. Trying to think. Trying to think of like a good one. You know what I, I mean? I am like, here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just to get you warmed up. The only one who ever called me Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of like a real, you know, uh, his most poignant one, but can, I can't. Uh, can you do? Way. Can you? Can you do his laugh? No, and I wouldn't even <laughs> want to try. <laughs> That's brilliant, whoever that was. That's me. <laughs> That's tell tell um, your boss. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one where uh, I think it's from Dates, where he's um, um, he said, yeah, we're within. Within two weeks, the Trotter clan arrived in a toll and Zephyr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he made us up the spout and someone nicked the maypole. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other one where he says, uh, is this the actress you've been telling us? <laughs> 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 yeah. Have you seen the bottom of a rabbit's hutch? <laughs> oh, brilliant. brilliant. I yes. am a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> We did this all night, man. Oh, yes, very nasty. Good, he will need an operation. <laughs> oh, yes, very nasty. He needs an operation. Lovely. Thanks so much, Jamie. It's been really Jamie, lovely man, talking to you. What a pleasure. Thank Cheers, you all. Bonjour, my son. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. See you, monkey. Yo! <laughs> all right, monkey. <laughs> See you, mate. That's Bye. Monkey. Lads, take care. Cheers, Cheers Jamie. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye-bye. Well, chaps, that was really, really good talking to Jamie. Yeah, it was great. Very insightful into his career in EastEnders and his love for Only Fools and Horses. A true fan. True fan indeed. Absolutely. Good impressions as well, eh? Yeah, fantastic impressions. Uh, so as the interview with Jamie was a lot longer than expected because we had so much to talk about, we're going to give you this first of all, then we're going to deliver the episode of Lucian Street to you a little bit later on. Thanks everyone for tuning in and listening to our podcast. If any of you would like to take part in any future quizzes or just like to come on for a general chat about Only Fours and Horses, please contact us by emailing the podcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter with the handle OFA underscore podcasts. You can also find us on Facebook by typing in the Jolly Boys podcast. We would love to hear from you. Um, I th- I'm not quite sure about this, but I think we might have an Instagram account uh, yeah, we do. Is that, is that you, Ed? Uh, yeah, it is me, actually. Oh, yeah, so Ed. So, um, we are on Instagram. If you want to follow us for some really cool exclusive pictures and videos, uh, we're listed as only underscore fools underscore <laughs> <laughs> underscore horses. So that understands for nervous neris, of course. Perfect. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Well, it's been good, yeah, it's been good to see you, and it's been really nice having this conversation. Cheers, pal. No, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see you next time with a losing streak. Bonjour. Take care.
You take care now. Yo!